And welcome back to How Are You Now? How are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. <laughs> this is Dean. This is Tiara. And we are here today with Curtis. Curtis, how are you now? Yeah, doing all right. All right. So, deadly. Curtis. Uh, deadly. <laughs> um, so, Curtis, before we get started, like we usually like to do, is we like to find out uh, about our our friends, our our uh, other DGens out there. Uh, I love that that went in the Facebook poll, by the way, because I totally voted for it. Oh yeah, so did I. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's still winning. I don't think it's done yet. Oh, it's but, not. Okay. Yeah. Well, so Curtis, tell us uh, tell us a little bit how uh, how you got into Letterkenny, how you became a DGen yourself, and uh, what uh, what kept you what kept you interested in Letterkenny. Well, actually, it was you that uh, got me into Letterkenny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, yeah. believe that. Um, <laughs> through a mutual friend, um, we uh, started watching it, and I just couldn't quit. Um, truthfully, it reminds me a lot of people I grew up with. I grew up basically along the Canadian border, right. and yeah, a lot of it hits home. So, so do you find your... Wonderfully done. I, personally, I find myself a mix of... Hick and Skid. <laughs> Just, Ooh, that's a good thought. So, which that's my that's my mix of DJN. What do, what do you do? You have a do you consider yourself having a mix of that, or you more uh, Hick well, than Skid, more Skid than Hick? Way more Hick than Skid, especially growing <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, musically, uh, I'd be like a combination of all of them. But true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Temperament and clothing wise and whatnot, it was definitely Hick. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, you know, growing up in Texas, <laughs> you know, you can imagine. Oh, you're going to love my answer. Okay, go ahead. All right, growing up in Seattle, mm. I was a mixture of a skid and a native. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Flannel, angry, sure. smoking too much, <laughs> um, listening to terrible music. I didn't do the drugs, though. So, but, well, you know. Didn't you? Not those. Really? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. All right, then. I absolutely never tried anything <laughs> super hard because no. All right, then. So the funny thing is that the natives uh, in Letterkenny are different than the natives I know along the Montana-Alberta border, oh, yeah. living situation-wise. So it's uh, a, a different, much, different how? Uh, well, you know how the, the nice uh, res out there with uh, everybody seems to have a consistent uh clothing theme or uh, dress <laughs> yeah. sense yeah mm -hmm. that that yeah no they dress just like everybody else um <laughs> and uh yeah well so. it's funny because the way that the natives dress in Letterkenny is exactly how my entire generation dressed because I was born and raised in Seattle mm. and I was a teenager in the 90s I so like jeans and flannels and like rip shirts and you know that was that's a hundred percent what I looked like too. in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I'm I'm kind of curious because I know uh, for being as progressive as Canada is, it does not have a very good history with natives as as very we true. as we don't. I don't know how drastically, if any, different than it is here. I would say that um, it would be the the. What I know of it, and I know very little, only what I'm able to see from the U.S., so I'm not uh, privy to a lot of inside information, um, but also in talking to my family that lives up there. and um, 
the way that it's kind of been explained to me and the way that it makes sense is that uh, Native people in the Canadian territories are treated very similarly to Black people in the United States huh. in that um, there's not a lot of news coverage when someone goes missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, you know, there's not a lot of uh, pu- quote-unquote public interest when something is happening on the res. Um, and all kinds of things are still happening. Like, I mean, here, all kinds of things are still happening. Sure. You know, we're still in the middle of this civil rights thing with not just black people, but also Native Americans and any people of color. And I feel like that's kind of, uh, it never 100% went away in Canada, just like it never 100% went away here. Right. Yeah. Basically, the whole idea of the Canadian, I mean, not to get political and off the track, but uh, Native peoples in Canada are basically treated exactly the same as Native people here in the States. And I'm not talking about like in California or here in Washington, basically, where it's a little nicer. If right. you go to Montana and you're in like a native area, you will definitely see how they are treated differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Well, and uh, even up here even... on the actual, I mean, nobody, nobody from Seattle goes to the reservation. They go to the Tulalip Casino. Right. You know, that's yeah. not that's Pretty, yeah. not what the reservation right. is. Right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. And I've had much... friends and family that you know on in a bunch of the tribal areas around here, and yeah, no, it's nothing at all like what a normie would see. Yeah, I would imagine that would be very much the same, regardless of the state. If you're going to a, if you're going to a casino, you're not seeing. But that's what you know. Quote, I know. Unquote, that's what normal. No, no you know, I understand. <laughs> what what what's my favorite phrase these days? Um. Uh. Cent- <laughs> rich white liberals who are actually centrists mm. i can't think of the phrase right now but anyway sure so that's, anyway that's there all right no yeah. it's okay no <laughs> hey I, I think it's good to talk about the causes that affect both sides of the border absolutely uh, and i i know that uh, uh and i i cannot i i'm not gonna p- try to p- pronounce her name uh the uh the actress that plays tannis oh uh, yes i tio horn uh is i i can't her, she goes by Tio, but she her full her full native name is different, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. And I'm not gonna fuck that up. You're not gonna white boy it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, I know she's very active in, in those causes uh, for for the Canadian natives, and so I I fully support her in that. I would love to chat with her about that sometime uh, if we could. But who knows? <laughs> Canada uh, but, does seem to have a better track record of using native actors and actresses or they, actors. Yeah as uh as natives i mean absolutely yeah, yeah. that is oh, one yeah. that is one thing that my other country has that the u.s does <laughs> so let's uh let's start off talking anyway. about uh uh where last week we finished off uncle eddie's trust um are you okay all right so uh last week we uh we finished uncle eddie's trust we uh found that they regardless of what uh pitch the uh katie and wayne were offered uh nothing nothing was gonna go over better than a party so um they spent five thousand on a party and then immediately ran out of booze <laughs> so, still amazes me uh and so we Always end up the way <laughs> right uh, yeah exactly uh so and then we end up uh with this episode episode six which is in all essence 
the season finale. Oh, it, there's no essence. It was the season finale. Right. Then they had the extra Right, episode. exactly. So I don't, even though there is exactly. a, a episode seven to yes. season two, it is a spare. Exactly. It's a spare so part. <laughs> those, of you, those of you who are kind of newer to Letterkenny and watched them when they first were available on Hulu, right. they were available all together. Right. But some of us had to wait for new episodes sure. to come out. And so I think the end of the season was like, I don't remember late, exactly. Uh, it wasn't winter yet, but it was getting late. And then, then you have a St. Patrick's Day episode. Right. So right. to make sure you, you know, yeah, they, just they, want yeah, you guys the, to know that. Yeah, those would have been the winter episode. Season two would have been the winter episodes that came mm-hmm. out. And I, I think they all dropped right at Christmas. Okay. So yeah, that's how they I knew it had been a few months. Right. So then, yeah, the, this would have come out in spring. Like two for, months later. Yeah, right. And it was like a, like a Doctor Who Christmas episode. Yeah, exa- you know? exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, for those Whovians. Uh, and if you don't have anybody <laughs> to discuss the uh, the St. Pat's episode, oh, we, I would happily discuss that because, <laughs> I mean, we, in another show. But, we, uh, yeah. we, actually, we actually do have that. Uh, that will be our next episode. We do. We, we've, we, we, are, we are booked um, into season three. Yes, actually. we are. We are fully booked. Nice. Uh, I know it's up, exciting. Uh, not through season three, no, just up, way, just first episode of season three. But <laughs> but that gives a well yeah. and the recap. The uh, and, and it just uh, just so you know, our the Facebook group has grown exponentially. Huge. We uh, <laughs> just last in the I, last couple of weeks. Last I looked today, we were at three seventy. By the time oh, this wow. airs, we'll probably be over four hundred. I would imagine we will probably be over. Started 10, out with like thirty of us well, just who'd been listening to this. There'll probably be over ten thousand downloads by the time. Oh this my airs. Jesus Christ! So yeah, that's the, we've, fucking crazy. We've, it's been nuts. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about what we've been able to do with this, and I hope uh, everybody keeps listening. Um, we're gonna try to do some new stuff come next season uh, with Patreon that will enable some extra features. Uh, so. Uh, Keep in tune. Uh, we'll we'll post it on the Facebook and on the Twitter. Uh, anyway, so getting, <laughs> getting into this into this episode, yeah. finding Stormy a stud, uh, yes. and the, Stormy has been mentioned before that she tries to kill her studs. Mm, this season, that's been kind of a behind the scenes, like well, not behind the scenes, but like background story that's been kind of going through. Right, and so but we start this episode uh, with the boys in the barn on a Thursday Thursday. And uh, they're talking about, uh, they're talking oh, about, Sammy. right. They're talking about Samuel's sixth birthday and how Wayne just can't fucking stand Samuel. Is this, this is why Wayne likes watching kids fall off bikes because of this kid. Well, it's, I don't know if it's because of this kid, but mm. it's probably, you know, well, I would, cause this is, he's only six. So I'd imagine he's probably True. built that up for a while. True. Okay. Um, and that this kid has just got all kinds of issues and that's, uh, um, snorting fun dip yeah the, so uh, the, so they were talking about he, uh first he'd been doing he'd been just inhaling fun dip and then the and then into the dryer well, well yeah there's that but we're, <laughs> then we get into the fun dip part yeah. where where he's been inhaling it uh like schneef <laughs> and uh and doing fun fun dip dry rips and a dry rip is where you oh <laughs> is that gus <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hey, that's all right. We we have to lock them in the other room. <laughs> Otherwise they would be in here every So, yeah. So uh, so the uh fun dip dry so a dry rip is where you snort a line of, uh, in schneef terms. You do a, do a line of schneef prior to doing any other booze. 
Right. And that's that that that's an indicator that you got a problem with schneef. <laughs> and then just you, after the schneef, not just the good time. Right, yeah. right. And then then you've got hooping. <laughs> <laughs> where where uh, uh You mean <laughs> it's it's where you you put it in your pooper. <laughs> Wayne is so uncomfortable. <laughs> Wait a it's minute. So great. You're telling me you put the schneef on your hand <laughs> And, and then, then you, you put, put your, your hand, hand in, in your, your pooper. pooper. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, that was that was interesting. But then, uh, then, then, then they started talking about. I guess a fun deep dick digger wouldn't be the ends of the world. You wanna know what? I heard my friends JP and J Dub talk about fun dip dick diggers one time. <laughs> fun dip dick. Fun, shit, I can't say it. Fun dip dip dingers. Dick dingers. How do you do that? Uh, fun, fun dip dick dingers. Fun dip dick dingers. I just have to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> fun dip dick dingers. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah. They, uh, so, they, yeah. They, they decide that Samuel's got problems. Yeah. And slowly, they, Dan realizes they, his little nephew is, uh, he's already already snorting the fun dip and- and what what might be next? Taking it orally and intranasally, <laughs> and realizing what the next two things are that they just talked about. So yeah, then uh, him and Derry take off, uh, and then <laughs> probably go check on him. Right? Uh, and so then we get in right into a mo- just a short montage of Katie going to the dollar store, and she sees a poster there for yeah. a uh, modeling, and just takes thing. a little. And picture. She just takes a snapshot of it. So that's just kind of a little, ta- little, little taste. <laughs> What just happened? And then, uh, then we're back at the produce stand, and we got all the skids out there. We got Wayne, Derry, Katie, Squirrely Dan, and yeah. all the Hicks. Right, and they're talking you said about skids. Oh, did I say? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. All My bad. Hicks. All this, all this, all the Hicks. My bad. Shameful. Uh, it's it's my it's my skid side. <laughs> uh, they're all uh, hanging out and they're asking Wayne what what he's got next up on his dating. He says, "Nope, we got to find Stormy a stud." Um, they talk about how hard it is because she keeps trying to kill her studs. Right. I fucking love Katie. That's my girl. <laughs> and then uh, Squirrely Dan says, well, she's probably going to need to have, have, her, have a finger shoved up her butt's holes. And yeah. uh, uh, a the three-knuckler. A three-knuckler. Wayne says, there's, you only, you don't, there's no three-knuckler. You can only have two knuckles because you have this knuckle uh, in the middle and the knuckle down at the, at the hand. And he says, no, you're missing the knuckle that's right under the fingernails. It's a... Unless you can punch somebody with it, it's not a knuckle. <laughs> and so then, is that a scientific definition? There. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Squirrely Dan starts doing the the the, <laughs> the like paw. Yeah, it's like, like doing a, a paw, paw, right? And then trying to hit it with that <laughs> with that knuckle. Uh, so then, uh, and then Gail shows up. Says, "No such thing as a three knuckle or a six, six knuckle." Six, six knuckle. Because they were talking about yeah, because dairy horizontally. If you had horizontally, you could have three six six knuckler. Gail shows up. There's no such thing as a six dollar because if there was, I would know about it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but Gail says she's found a stud uh, for uh, Kim, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Bob Gartner. <laughs> and, and he's got her, got her in the truck. So uh, you're not exposed you should, you to give dogs, dogs human names with people names, right? Exactly. You're not exposed to. <laughs> exposed to. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love how he says because that's not the first time. You're no, not exposed yeah. to. You're not exposed so, to. Yeah. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so, I can't do that because I'm a teacher, so I can't say it. So it's really so difficult. What's interesting about that scene, technically, yeah, it, and the whole the whole uh, episode is the the way it's been shot. 
right uh, the way it's set up it's it's almost uh theatrical like uh, a play you got the opening with the fruit stand and, and the people are raiding around it and then gail just appears from right. behind, from it. behind it yes and she yeah. there's and a because there's another one later where she just disappears behind it exactly she disappears yeah. right behind just supposed to bring the truck up but she just disappears behind the right. stand it's like, <laughs> Gale. It's oh, like very okay. sta- yeah very much like she's on they're on stage mm-hmm. yes uh yeah so yeah i, I noticed that as well <laughs> so, yeah, it's just very much uh yeah just disappears <laughs> um she's probably back there you know doing like she does on the side of the road <laughs> you know you know sometimes you gotta talk. you gotta grind one out um so <laughs> then we uh then we cut to the ice rink oh poor boys and riley and jonesy are walking to the locker rooms and who should come out <sighs> but coach and Fucking embarrassing coach says that he stepped off from the juniors because the seniors need a new bench boss and that he's just kind of, you know, that they've uh, just kind of given him, given it to him. And uh, that um, they've had it a cakewalk and uh, <laughs> he, he just starts kind of going over all kinds of cakes that they could have. <laughs> and um, that uh, that they and mostly because they skipped leg day. <laughs> yes. And I like I love how leg day is a theme. Yes, it's always a theme with with the uh, with the. Here with we the are at the end of season yeah. two, and we've been right. hearing it over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah, like so, and then so he takes off. Riley and Jonesy are just oh broken. Their feelings are hurt. Right, <laughs> like, it had never happened before. Feelings, feelings are don't injured. Get hurt, buddy. They're feelings, injured. Feelings <laughs> are injured, bro. <laughs> they, that was so. But that that scene right there, that's so like the kids in my class. Like when they realize that they're actually hurt by something, it's like. I don't understand this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, the but, wonderful, awkward masculinity oh, thing yeah. going on there where it's that tentative reach forward and then into <laughs> the, the full awkward hug. Right. Um, it yeah, starts off. Was, it's like they're going to they're, they're gonna do a fist bump and then it's a handhold into the hug. And then, I, I, <laughs> and then they're like leaning on each other right. and just like, ugh. And they can't, they can't, so they're so bummed they can't even crush Sandoz. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No Sandoz, so, but you love crushing Sandoz. <laughs> so they, they go to walk out and they're just. They're having an existential crisis and is then, what I wrote down. Yeah. Then who is there in a beam of light? <laughs> <The> Jesus figure. <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> I'm just here Which for normal things. the oddest choice for a Jesus figure. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But kind of the perfect one for Letterkenny. Yeah. Oh yeah, as, yeah. yeah as I'm, a Letterkenny I'm here, holy man, as it were. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I'm here for a normal reason. I'm, more, I'm here for normal reasons. <laughs> yeah, that I, was yeah. that was very funny. <laughs> the, the thing that I love about this, and I'd like to know why. Why does Glenn have a Southern accent? Yeah. Because it's obviously in Montana have a southern accent. Well, it's yeah. Well, it's but nobody else in Letterkenny does. Right, it's a very distinct southern evangelical type of accent. Well, maybe that's how he knows the church. Right, he watches all of those shows on TV, and and most of them sound like that. I mean, and I don't know if it's that way up in Canada if they have evangelicals up there at all. Oh yeah, (laughs) every everywhere has that. But uh, they have a hard right, just like we do. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all Maybe right Jay, i can't wait to get to that episode oh god uh, <laughs> um but yeah so then uh then we we cut to uh the other the other downers is in in the skids basement uh Devin rolled 
Yeah, keep going. Devin Olson <laughs> and Stuart is just all bu- cuddled up in the in the chair. And they're trying, like, they have his favorite karaoke song yeah. all queued up, and right. he's too- And it was a band you just talked to. Diggable Planets, Diggable who are Planets. coming to Seattle, <laughs> and I had to, like, play it for Dean, because he'd never heard them before. I've heard the name, but I didn't know I didn't know anything about him. So. But the timing was it, just perfect, because that happened this last week. It's not their best track, but it's his favorite. <laughs> exactly. Right. That was funny in and of itself. Exactly. So, yeah, they're naming off all kinds of bands. I've never heard of any of those 99% bands. 99% of those. Diggable Planets was literally yeah. the only one I knew. Right. So, you know, Milo and Shabazz something, and I didn't know yeah, what that was. <laughs> right. Oh, so you remembered that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of this crap is. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. They, I know those bands. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so, well, this is why we had you on this episode. Right. So anyway, they they uh, they finally pick out a uh, a, a track for him. I don't remember. Who, who was it that, that he finally picked? There was It was actually somebody's name. Uh, Anyway, so he picked yeah. it, queued it up, and then he's sitting there and just flipping Star- through his phone, staring, looking, at Katie. staring at Katie, having having memories. Oh, but the memories were like the most <laughs> awkward moments of their relationship, which is even better to me because that's exactly what I do. The pulling aways. Yeah, yeah, like he goes to kiss her and she would pull away, or, or he would smack like, her butt, smack her butt, and she would like, sm- yeah. Mm-hmm. It- but the- I do that. I yeah. replay those images in my yeah, head. So, yeah, and then it just ends with sad music. Him. And so then, surprised it wasn't Sarah McLaughlin. And a bit appropriate since he played an angel. So, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, then we're back to the produce stand with all the Hicks and Gale. Um, and we find out that Stormy tried to kill Ken Baumgartner, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about Gale's just pissed off. And 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 so then we get to, and and she suggests. Maybe we could sedate, mm-hmm. uh, sedate her, and yeah, and, and, that's and where Dan, Dan is not having that at all. No. Sedative. What? Oh. Are you kidding me? God! Oh my! Oh, this is what we were talking about in my women's studies class, right here. Class to have a fucking field day with this bullshit. That's for goddamn sure. Fucking patriarchy. Professor Trisha <laughs> would literally shed a brick. <laughs> I love Dan. Uh. Dan is very much in touch with all of all the, all, his masculine and his feminine side. Absolutely. He, you know. He's so secure in all he, of it. He's woke. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of sexy. Out of, out of everybody in Letterkenny, he's probably the most, he's got to be he the most woke. He is the most woke yeah. in Letterkenny, yeah. Most woke. In my in, opinion. Yes. That's, we should put a Facebook poll on that. <laughs> Who's the most woke in Letterkenny? <laughs> and so, uh, uh, you know. Katie's pretty woke. She just doesn't care. Right. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't call that woke. I would call that different. Yeah. Yes. She's aware she, of all she, these things. She's she she's like Loki. She uses her privilege. <laughs> yes. She's very exactly. aware of her privilege and very okay with using it to her own advantage. Right. Right. Uh, I don't think she would use it to someone else's disadvantage necessarily. If if she well, didn't like him. Well, if she didn't like him, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But I mean, how many times has she started the fight? Yeah, <laughs> she's she's when people are trying th- to call a truce. Yeah. She's like the no, yeah, you came very, here to fight. Remember? Yeah, you're very much. You're correct. You're correct. She is very much like Loki in that she is the hero in her own story. Oh yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So, uh, yeah. So uh, the Gale takes off to uh, find another uh, stud to so be back in thirty minutes. We Nolan. cut to yeah to <laughs> Nolan Baumgartner. Uh, so, <laughs> Uh, we, we cut to, uh, Lakeside with 
Oh. With Riley and Jonesy and Glenn. And Glenn a- with eating the two pop- popsicles. Eating popsicles and ice cream. N- no, no. Well, he's, Glenn, no. Glenn was eating both the popsicles. No, no, the boys are eating ice cream. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're you all. Gotta, you got to say yeah, that. Because yeah, he's got two popsicles in his mouth. At the same time. <laughs> two different colors, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sizes as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> water pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, they start explaining why they're having this problem. They want to know what's going on. And basically, they tell him it's because of Katie, she who shall not be named. <laughs> and so he goes on to say, talk about how there's other big other fish in the sea and how, you know, you can you go just, into a restaurant and look at all the seafood on the menu. Do I want this fish? Do I want the, do I No, that's like calamari. Do I want calamari? <laughs> Maybe I don't want fish at all. Maybe I want to try this with shellfish. Ooh. Right. And so the, the, they decide. And everyone that, except for Riley and Jonesy know exactly where Glenn is going right, with this. Exactly. But... And and Riley and Jonesy say, oh, it, that means we need our big city slams. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, but okay. you just <laughs> And they take off uh, in different directions like they always do. And Glenn sits there uh, uh, sucking on his uh, popsicles. I gagged. <laughs> I gagged. <laughs> and and um yeah, so uh yeah, go ahead. And again, technically it's a wonderfully shot scene with Jonesy and Riley on either side of Glenn and Glenn being the middle apex right. of the, uh, the shot. You got and the higher ground. It's, it's yeah, it's repeated all throughout the episode. <laughs> yep, yep it's exactly. Oh, it's it's it, because he's he's evangelize and evangelize yeah. what's the word? Evangelizing? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's evangelizing. And I, actually, I think he and, and if you think about it now that now that you bring that up, every scene he's up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And the exactly. final he's scene, he's, yeah. he's sitting on the table. He's on the Jeep. Uh, yep. You know, he's he's in the Jeep and then he's on the Jeep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, because so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's, that's interesting. I didn't actually hmm. think about that when hmm. we were watching. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so we're back at the produce stand. Uh, no Katie this time. Uh, just uh, Wayne, Squirrely Dan, uh, Derry, <laughs> and then Gail. Uh, and they have new stud, Kelly Buckburger. <laughs> Bring her around back. Uh, but there's, uh, Gail's like, I don't know about this one. You know, if it's this beer, if we have, if, if this, this doesn't, one doesn't work, work yeah. bottom of the barrel. And Wayne oh, is. Oh, so sad. Oh, fuck. Oh, bother. Wait, <laughs> really? He's. I mean, he loves this dog, and he Such is a, a dog. dog breeder, mm-hmm. so of course, like, he wants his favorite dog to have babies. I get it. I totally get it. Right. So, uh, so yeah, it's, there's nothing said about, uh, by the way, there's nothing said about Katie being gone. Uh, no, not at all. So, because the, the very next scene, we, we're, at the, we're at the ice rink parking lot. And Riley and Jonesy and Glenn. Are, Not what? the ice ring parking lot. It was just, it was a, a building. That's a stadium? I think it was, no, oh. because it, she was meeting like with somebody. The, the stadium, yeah. It looked like it, but, but know, I don't it, think it that's what they were trying to do. No, I just think that they happen to be there. I think that's probably where everything happens. Where the, well, yeah. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. But it looks like the, it's a stadium of some sort. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and so they're sitting out there in the parking lot. Um, and Katie walks out of the stadium. With a what appears to be, I would say, I would guess a modeling agent, because mm-hmm. he tells her he I wants her to come safe. to the city. Yeah. He, he wants to sign her, uh, and that uh, he, he has to come to the city because there's nothing he can do with Letter Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes off, and as soon as he takes off, Katie looks up, sees the boys. They're like, "Hey, Katie Cat," but and, they're like, 
okay. Like, yeah. hi, are you mad at us still? <laughs> and then as soon as that happens, who pulls up? The little oh. blue bug, and it's... Big city slams, boys. Big city slams, boys. <laughs> oh, they yeah. done fucked up. Yeah, the big city slams are there. That could have maybe been the moment <laughs> where she forgave him. It could have. She had that look in her eyes. And then the, the girls came, came in running up to the boys, and she's like, God damn it, boys. All Big right. city slams. What are you going to do? I, you know, you don't want my answer to Big that. Big city slams show up at the wrong time sometimes. You know? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the produce stand again. Gail runs up, uh, talking about a new stud that her cousin is going to bring. Um, and uh, Squirrely Dan and Derry uh, uh, talk about they want a Hoover schneef. <laughs> I love that Wayne's like, I feel like you've been building up to this right. the past six weeks, and, which yeah, all, the whole season, it's been mentioned quite a few times. So I oh, yeah. love that callback. And, and so then, yeah, and so then uh, uh, oh, Wayne, yeah. Has, Wayne has this to say about that. And here's another thing. You shouldn't call it schneef anymore. I think you should call it schneff. Why? Because it's funnier. Why, think? <laughs> it's kind of like that word queef. <laughs> so you can have a lot of fun with that word queef. But what's funnier, why, think? The word queef. The word queef. I love how how awkward he is, but he thinks the word queef is awesome. And I'm like, does he know what a queef is? Because I feel like he would be very uncomfortable I, knowing what a queef is. I think he I think he knows what it is. I just think it's it's a funny sounding word. But he thinks it'd be funnier I'm sure if it was queef. Yeah. <laughs> and and they start talking about schneef, and then he schniff. and he keeps saying schniff. Schniff. And he gets angry and angry, and then he leaves, and somebody else says schneef, and you hear him yell out, schniff. <laughs> oh. And it, then it's a mark of how sad he is, uh, his like acceptance of that conversation after his word suggestion. <laughs> he just goes quiet and leaves. Yep. And right. You hear him from off camera interject. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's he, a pretty he, regular he thing. By the dog. Well, you know, that's it's, like, it's kind of like, like the the Florida State Seminole vesicles. Nobody laughs. Now, when y'all didn't laugh, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah, a little offended a when they don't that. laugh at his jokes. Yeah, right. well, exactly. But he's made a point of that before and after when he makes a joke like that. It's just like, well, you know, I'm just saying, I I said this thing and nobody acknowledged it. Right. And uh, yeah, it's it's very funny for him to do that and then for him to walk off and still interject it but not make a point of it. It's, uh, you know. I love that the others completely ignore him to the point, like they don't react in any way to him <laughs> saying these things. Like he's not even part of the conversation. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, cause they, yeah, it's cause he's so deadpan at it. I, th I don't think there's ever anything that would portray that he's trying to be humorous. <laughs> So, except except there's, for him saying like a little half of a smile that kind of you right. know, and his eyes squint a little more when he's saying a joke right except for him <laughs> actually saying what i think is funny what i think would be funny you have to tell you here's here comes the joke <laughs> so uh I from there kids fall off bikes all day <laughs> exactly i don't give i don't give a shit about your kid uh give a shit about your kids. then we're back to the skids basement uh dev rolled Stuart. Mm. uh it's, so uh <laughs> Stuart's just He's got he's got a blanket all around him, and they go to wake him up and ask him if he wants to play video games. And he's like, "How how long have I been here?" And they they said three hours of this game and three hours of this game. He's, he goes, "How long have I been asleep?" And he goes, "Well, you did melatonin dry rips." Yes. <laughs> so he's so basically what happened, what happened to the sixty four? Well, we did six hours of this and six mm -hmm. hours of this. Right. And so now so, we're on the NES, yeah, and yeah. we've already did Mario one and Mario three. What a Mario two. <gasps> 
<laughs> now, I've never played. I I was never a Nintendo guy, so I don't know if there was. Is there any uh, Curtis? I know you're you're a video gamer. Yes, there. Here's the thing: Super Mario Two is not actually a Super Mario game. Oh. Uh, it was a different game altogether. They just transplanted the characters, like uh, put the new skin on it, as it were, and put Mario in this game. It's actually a very different game from Super Mario 1 and 3. Okay. <laughs> and it all takes place either in a dream or in a fantasy world underground. And it's it's a good game. I've played it many, many times. But it's bizarre, and it's definitely not a Mario game. So people get upset about that game. That's <laughs> it funny. It was done to cash in on the Mario craze. Oh, of course. Because, yeah, after the first Mario game, they didn't have anything ready to go. So they put that one out as a Mario game. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised you didn't know that, Dean. You no. know so much about like, well, I, I, like that I era said, of video game. Like, no, I remember playing Mario One. Mario see, on my neighbors because Ma- we couldn't afford one. See the Mario games. So the, all the Nintendo games that were those were all those came out in the uh, uh, early nineties, yeah, like eighty nine, early nineties. Yeah, eighty nine, ninety, and I was in the army at that time. And so I didn't, I couldn't do any of that. And so I knew people who had like a Nintendo, but I never, the only thing I'd ever saw was Super Mario Brothers. That was it. So yeah, I never had a Nintendo game. And all my gaming that I did was all PC based. Yeah. So yeah. So I didn't. you know how people regard uh, Fallout 76 as not a Fallout game? Uh. Dean uh, considers <laughs> yeah, it not a Fallout game. Yes. For Super Mario 2. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've that had, was the we, perfect we, analogy. We, we've had that talk. Uh, so yeah, so they uh, they decide we're go- okay. Devin acquiesces, and we're gonna get we're oh. gonna get Katie back because we we need our Stuart back. If this is if that's what it's gonna and take. Devin hates her. So oh yeah. So uh, then back uh, at the parking lot. Uh, oh wait, wait. Yeah. The best line. Yeah. It- is that the is that the super duck hunter game uh, gun oh. in your pocket? <laughs> Roll the it's zipper. called the zapper. And, and no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the maniacal giggle. <laughs> it's because he and if you know if you're wondering, wait, wait, what are they talking about? It's when Roald is holding both Stuart and Devin, and it's just this beautiful little moment, and Roald is just giggling. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> yes, a little Roald boner. <laughs> Uh, then back to the parking lot, uh, Riley and Jonesy are on, are sitting down. Glenn is actually a little higher up again. Like we talked about, yeah. he's actually in, in the, uh, he's inside, uh, now. Oh no, I take, let's see. No, I take that back. He's actually on top of the, is he uh, already yes. on top? Yeah, on this top is the part where he's on top because, oh, uh, right. Cause then he walks away. Yes. Anyway. Th- yeah. Then they, they, that's where they need, they've decided that. They, well, I love that. It, Glenn's like, where have you guys been for the last four and a half minutes? <laughs> One, I'm getting blows. I just got to, I just got to squeeze. <laughs> and they're both so depressed about it. Cause it still wasn't there. Katie. Herda. Herda. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, they, and so they decide that they, uh, because of Glenn, that <laughs> they've got what, what they, what they're missing is that, well, Glenn explains to them that obviously Katie doesn't want to be with you. If I was Katie, and I it, wouldn't want to be with and, you. And that, and if that, I was Wayne. And Wayne obviously doesn't want you to be with her sister. And they, they take that as, 
oh, we've got to fight Wayne to get to Katie. Yeah. And he's like, Talk no, that's not. fallacies. Right. That, <laughs> well, that is love, not what well, I'm saying, like, but okay. <laughs> well, no, no. It was, at first it was, um, we got to go through Wayne. He's like, oh, I, I can work with that. <laughs> and then they're like, we got to fight him. No, 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 we are not together on this. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, th- he says, Riley, he says, I don't know if you've got that. Then Josie, you definitely don't have it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it says, uh, so yeah, then they take off. And then there's a montage of uh, while, while montage. he's while he's saying the Lord's Prayer <laughs> and Katie's leaving. So Katie's packing up mm-hmm. and she's you know, she's you see her walking out and then uh, we cut to the produce stand and uh, <laughs> then uh, the, well, the you rest can see of in the, the driveway. You can see that the, the there's the Asian is sta- standing next to the, his car. Yeah. but Nobody acknowledges it or sees right. him or anything like that. I love that. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and Gail shows up, um, saying that her, uh, that her, her cousin is going to be there soon. And right at that point, uh, Riley and Jonesy show up trying to start a fight. And, and what do we do until then? Riley and Jonesy show up. Right. And I love how Wayne is just kind of sitting there the entire time with just like his arm on his, his hand on his chin and his, just resting there like. Okay, did so did you get the clip of "Are you guys high"? No, I didn't. Oh, know. that would have been a good one. Uh, I wish no. I thought of that. Yeah, so that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so they take their because they yeah they go tarps off. And he says, "I now I know this is part of your thing for when you want to start a fight, but I want to ask one question: Are you guys high?" <laughs> and so right at that time, the skids show up, and for some reason, <laughs> bike in. They on their bikes, and for some reason, there's a ramp. Little little tiny Why ramp. Is there a, little, a little ramp for some reason at the end of the laneway. Maybe just for that. <laughs> but, Awfully yeah. convenient. Exactly. So air, air ramping. Ooh, as Roald has to go around it. Right. <laughs> and so, um, and then, uh, <laughs> so they, they're they're putting on all this gesticulation to start a fight. Wayne gets up and he says, "If you know, if, if this is where it's, if there's a line, I'm budging." And right at that point, a truck pulls up. And this really pretty girl Cue gets the music. out. Cue <laughs> the like, yeah, um, Dreamweaver. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's where it would. That's what it would be in the movie. Or version. if it was like a '90s movie, it would be like, um, what's her name? Sixpence None the Richer. Like, here she goes. Yeah, something like that. That's exactly what that moment was. Look at the pretty oh, girl get out of the car and, and then, bend over. Then and Wayne, he just, I love. He just palms Rolls face <laughs> and pushes him to the side. Yeah. Yeah, it goes over there, and uh, we we see uh, we see we we have this interaction, and this is the entire interaction up to the very end. And so I just want to play this real quick. Wayne, this is my cousin. What's your cousin's name, Gail? Rosie. Rosie, how are you now? Good, and you? I'm not so bad. Should I pull around back and see if they have a go? Couldn't have said it better myself. Better, better. Wayne. Yeah? I want you back. Oh. The phone rings. Wayne. Yeah? I'm pregnant. Oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, All yeah, right, so then. Angie comes up. I want you back. Oh, right. Wait. So he meets, he meets, he meets Rosie. this really beautiful girl. Right. And he's like um, flirting with her yeah, already. Exactly. And then Angie walks up. I want, I want you, you back. back. And then oh. Tannis calls. Yep. I'm pregnant. Oh, fuck. While she's smoking, by the way. While she's smoking, yes. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, it it's part of the continuing theme of the the three, the trio within this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. In that there's three things for Wayne there. He meets the perfect girl who's essentially just like him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Down to the male dog that's gonna, you know, fix Stormy, as right. it were. And uh and she and, and, course, and the dog was described by Gail as being like Wayne. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because Gail had been describing yeah, all of the studs. Yeah. Quiet, good, good guy. Hard good worker. Guy. Hard worker. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Sounds yeah. like a real good guy. Real good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so you see these threes, like from the skids. Yep. There's, there's five skids, but you just see the three. Right. You exactly. see Jonesy and Riley and Glenn. Mm-hmm. You see, because Katie's been gone a long time from the, the produce stand, you see the three of them. Right. Lane, Gary and Squirrely Dan. Right. And everything that occurred in the this thing is basically in a trio. The three women in Wayne's ending. The uh three opportunities for Riley and Jonesy that mm-hmm. ended in uh you know Katie's the only one who doesn't do the trio thing, and she is basically a huge motivator in the episode, a, a force of transition, as it were. Totally, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, even even when there is a th- when there's a trio with her, where it's her, Squirrely Dan, and Derry, she, she gets, gets up, up and leaves. leaves. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, and I, I'm not going to be part of that. In this scene, before Wayne walks away, you just hear you don't see it, but you just hear, "Bye, Katie." Bye, Katie. As she's leaving. Yeah, and it's like yeah. nobody else acknowledges that she is now leaving. Right. Yeah. No. It's like nobody yeah. notices. It's like everybody is so wrapped up in themselves. <laughs> They all want to get Katie back, but they don't actually right. see Katie. Right. It's a very, very yeah. interesting point right there. That just exactly. And, and her getting in Deep. the car behind Deep. them as they're fighting to get right. her back illustrates <laughs> that very well. It's yes. like, she's yeah. leaving I mean, you morons. Yeah, uh, unnecessary as of five minutes ago. And nobody catches <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly, as Wayne said. <laughs> so, yeah, all, all the hicks know it. I mean, like, what the fuck are you here for? Don't you understand? <laughs> she made gone. up her mind. Yeah. So yeah, that. So yeah, all those. Yeah, those thoughts. Yeah, that. Uh, I I find that. Yeah, that that the trio part is very I like interesting. That, yeah. Because it also kind of plays into the. Uh, uh, they like to do that a lot with the the, the dates. You know, this one's too hard. Yes. This one's too. <laughs> this one's too easy. This one's too soft. This one's just right. Right. <laughs> so there's a lot of that with a lot of three act type stuff. I feel like you should write down for a future episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe sometime once I'm done with grad school <laughs> for us to go through and like look for those kind of coincidences. Mm. Um, I think that would be a really interesting thing to talk about how like underlying arcs throughout the different seasons and like what is connecting from like season one to season four or, you know, that sort of thing. Right. I think that could be fun. And yeah. By with, the time we get to the, season four um, or five, I might be done with grad school. <laughs> <laughs> with the hockey players coming in from uh, the, well, stage right, and then the skids mm-hmm. coming in from stage, stage left, left. Yeah. And basically framing the hicks is another triangular uh, shot. Mm-hmm. And it, it's wonderfully done. And then eventually and there's three cars because you got the agent's yes, car, it, the, uh, the, boys uh, jeep yep. and then uh and rosie's, rosie's, truck. Truck. rosie's yeah. truck wow i'm yeah. gonna see him everywhere this in the next episode <laughs> looking for threes <laughs> the sign of the three yeah 
my big fear about this episode, I mean, when I first saw it, was that we were seeing the end of Katie. Because this oh, is the yeah. kind of thing yeah. that people do. You know, oh, I'm going to the big city. Bye. It's kind of like, right? uh, yeah. Kind of like for the, because yeah, I think you also watch the Orville. Like uh, when what's her name went away? The, uh, yes, and she went and she went. Uh, what what uh, what race is she? The strong people that are also very smart. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, I don't watch the show. About. But yeah, she's she was the security. She was this tiny little girl, but she's like. Oh yeah, I remember strong. you telling me about right. her. Uh-huh. And then she kind of did the yeah, same. It was the same right. thing. Yeah, and so yeah, end of end of the was it end of the first season. She just uh, second second oh, season. Yeah, yeah, first so, season. Yeah, yeah, and so she she went away because she was she had. Something better to do. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it, it kind of the same thing. And then they brought somebody else in. So yeah, I can totally oh, see yeah. that where, yeah, if you, I, I think I did have that inkling as well when I first saw it that, oh, is Katie going away? And then funny enough, spoilers, we do actually lose an actor, right? Isn't it right here that, um, I don't know. Devin yeah, this, stops. Is the last, this is the last scene of Devin. Well, yeah. unless you count the St. Patrick's Day episode. Is he in the St. Patrick's but, yeah, Day? Devin yeah. doesn't okay. come back. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we think we're saying goodbye to, to Katie, we don't get to say goodbye to Devin. Right. Yeah. Which technically is spoilers because that's in the future that we realize that he's not there. Right. But yeah, he is in St. Perfect Day. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about him next episode. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this is, so in essence, this is the season finale for two mm-hmm. because we, when we get back to St. Perfect's Day, we have all of them back. So, including uh, Rosie, it, right? R- uh Ro- no, Rosie is not in St. Perfect. See, now. I need to review this one. No. I'm glad that I'm we're gonna be reviewing that next. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so uh but yeah, um so this is introduction of Rosie mm-hmm. uh and goodbye to Devin, I guess. So Well to that it, this, goodbye to Katie good, well, in goodbye. terms of the show. Like it, they we don't we don't know it's goodbye right, to Devin. Right. Right. It's hello to Rosie, yeah, this, goodbye to Katie. Yeah. Oh god, is Rosie now gonna be taking the place of this character that's leaving? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that was another reason they're introducing another person into the show, like right off the bat. And it, it's not going to fill Katie's role, but it is another fresh face. Mm-hmm. Right. She's leaving. So you're like, oh, wait, is she not coming back? Yeah. I, and, and and when you think about it, you kind of do have to, I mean, you still have to have Katie for, I mean, if you're going to have the, if you're going to have Riley and Jonesy, you have to have Katie. Okay. Because I, mean, I don't, I can't if, talk. If we can't talk about no, spoilers. I, no, I understand. I if we're, yeah, if we're talking about it up to this point, up to this I'm going to totally agree. Yes, right. Up to this point. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and it's hard for me to answer that one because I'm like, but I like what happens next. <laughs> yeah. So no, but that's okay. So, um, so yeah, so we end up now. So the questions, you know, you have is is Wayne about to be a dad? Right. Oh, and he yes. fuck, and he hates kids. <laughs> I remember when we, the first time we watched this episode and it was the season finale for us and we were like, what? Right. Because <laughs> there was only two seasons on Hulu at the right? time. Right. Well, no, no. This was, this was before Hulu. Oh, right. Yeah. This yeah. was before Hulu. Honey. You are correct. <laughs> no, I, we did everything legally. We did everything I completely no legally. What you're um, about. I would like to uh, uh, rephrase the fact that I am Canadian. So therefore it's all legal. Uh <laughs> Well, is that how that works? Yeah, so totally, I... totally, hundred percent. It's my, it's my, uh, I don't know, birthright. <laughs> it's, your, it's your birthright as a Canadian to, uh, yeah, to get to see the best of Canadian television. <laughs> that should how ha- that should be how it works, right? It should be. Yeah, it should be. So yeah, it's like me being a Texan, you know, from the Dallas Fort Worth. I should be able to get the Dallas Cowboys games whenever I want. Right. <laughs> right. That should be totally. a law. Hundred percent. I'm actually surprised law. that's not a Texas law. 
If you are from Texas, you will get free Cowboys games every year for the rest of your life. I should have a login. (laughs) Why would anyone move away from the Texas area? Too uh, fucking hot. (laughs) I can give you several reasons. But then again, I'm a brown person. Have have you seen the movie Red State? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Getting away from politics again. Uh, I've seen it. I lived it. <laughs> so, um, so new terms we have. Uh, let's see. I know. Oh, so, I gosh, we well, we've got uh, dry rips. Right. Right. So, dr- right. we have drug new drug terms: dry rips and hooping. I mean, and I mean, uh, as well as all the terms that they use for you know all of the other drugs. Right. That, and the- <laughs> some of those I totally recognized, which we didn't really talk about that no, that part when they were. Um, when Wayne didn't know what, yeah, certain well, and I th- and I think because a lot of those are drug terms, th- are. They're, they're drug terms, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, they're uh, yeah. So, but that everybody else knows, and he's just like, what, what, right, what, who, what? <laughs> I love when they're like Molly, and he's like, who, who's that? <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, so yeah, so the so uh, a bench boss, right? Which is a term for actually, it's actually just a different term for head coach for a hockey team, right? So that means coach who was their junior coach is now going to be the seniors coach. Uh, and so let's see uh, any other new terms that we learned. Um, the, I thought I had something else in there, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I think that, I think, I think that was it. Um, is this the first time we heard big city slams or of that? No. Uh, okay. No, I, I didn't had, think so. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. I, I was I was pretty sure we had heard that before, but I wasn't quite sure. Um, but uh, yeah, and more. It, it might have been the first time we've seen big city slams that I can remember. Yeah, I yeah. think and they've taught they've referenced it. The the look and the tone of big city slams, right? Yeah. Uh, because l- later on, they all have that style, that look. Yeah. 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 So um, I think it is. Like first put- time we've met a person from outside of Letterkenny that knows the greeting. Rosie, yeah, she because yeah. she's from Tobermory. Yeah, she's not from in town. Yeah. No, Tobermory. She knows the how are you and, now? And, and, and Tobermory is actually a uh, it's a Scot- it's a Scottish name, which I think find is interesting. Um, that's or Canadian? A- nah, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, because you get Letterkenny is Irish. I- right. Let- Letterkenny is, and we'll talk about this in the next episode. But Letterkenny is an Irish town name. Yes, but Canada so. is a. Yep. UK province yep. province that's it's really easy but for people I'm, to I'm just saying that it's, <laughs> that it's interesting in the fact that we've got a Scottish a Scottish town coming into the Irish town so so that's that that little juxtaposition and then the French town yep. and then the, yeah, yeah totally so um so yeah so uh so those are all the terms uh any other questions thoughts theories Curtis no uh not really I thought it was a very uh, the first time I saw it, of course, the cliffhanger and whatnot right. were very exciting, right. uh, but I didn't have long to wait, so it was nice right. to <laughs> right. see that. Um, and then going the, back and watching yeah, that's it. The only, that's the only problem with binging is... You, <laughs> is you watch five or six at a time, because yeah. that's the entire season, and right. then you have to wait six months. Exactly. It's like, it, it, yeah. I, and, and watching the series as a whole, in episodes like that, uh, where not like a lot happens, mm-hmm. but... Uh, the character examination and the way it's framed and shot 
uh, whoever's doing it really has a very nice eye and a good grasp of cinematic and theatrical setting because it looks good. I mean, it looks fantastic. They carry the themes throughout the episode right? and they reinforce it with the way people, their, their pacing and their setting and everything. It's just wonderfully done. Yeah, the cinematography and on that a is... a technical point of view, yeah. Oh, go, hey, ahead. go ahead. No, you, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> no, the cinematography is great. And they have so much great landscape to work with there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, the um, it was a whole outdoor episode, basically. Um, right. They're, yeah. Very, uh, in fact, I can't remember, with the exception of the skids basement, right. any other indoor shot. Except for Katie, yeah, Katie packing, nice. Katie packing, yeah. and I think that uh, that's it. That's uh, well, the Katie packing and the inside the the ice rink, Riley and Oh Jones. yeah, the inside the ice rink when they first when they're all but sad. They, no, they is... weren't in the rink. They were just kind of in the lobby of it. They well, weren't even yeah. inside the locker room. I well, I didn't oh, yeah. mean inside I, I the rink the itself, but I was just talking. I was yeah. 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 So yeah, that's that's yeah. all I was saying. Um, so yeah, that was that, and so that was yeah, basically it. Um, yeah, mostly it was. It's very, it's very, it's, it's very set up like a play. It's very, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's outside, it's very staged, like, you know, uh, you know, blocked, like, like a play, like you were saying. So, yeah, I could say. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, are we ready to, uh, move to okay. our favorite segment? Absolutely. Fuck, fight, or furda. <laughs> so, so explain it for them for the friends at home so for for those playing at home <laughs> we will we will talk we will bring a list of character we'll bring the list of characters from the episode and for this episode would you fuck them would you fight them or which basically means uh it's, you got their back yeah you're your they're your, your buddies so it's kind of like uh, uh mary mary uh fuck mary kill fuck mary kill except we don't but kill not. we just fight yeah. Yeah. Well, and sometimes a, after the fight, <laughs> you have a furda. Right. So sometimes a fight leads to a furda. Sometimes a furda leads to a fight. Sometimes a fuck leads to a fight. And sometimes <laughs> a fuck leads to a furda. Hmm. It's funny how all that happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I love you. <laughs> so fuck, fight, or furda. So we're going to start with, like we usually do, with Wayne. Oh, he's not fucking right now. Remember, he's putting it all aside. Right. As, you know, in this episode and everything we know before it, just this episode. Yeah, it's got to be Furta because he's not interested right now. Okay. Because he wants to find a stud for Stormy. Okay. Curtis? Ah, Furta. All right. Yeah. So Furta. Uh, Katie? Oh, I think we know the answer to that. Anytime, Katie. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, not for me. <laughs> Which is kind of surprising. But actually, in this episode, I feel like she needs a friend. Like, she's just, she's... She's trying to find her way. She's trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. Like, how to... What's the next step? Yeah. So, I, I would be fertile well, for course, her as well. She's run, she's run through what were basically her distractions. Yes. And she's come through the other side and she's realized that they're not opportunities for growth or advancement for her. Right. She has to find something else. Yeah. Outside. Of, do, and, I, do I have to leave Letterkenny? Yes. So, all right. Squirrely Dan. I, I, I'm going to fuck him because he, he, he's a woke boy. All his, uh, all his, all of his fervor around. I mean, granted, 
I wouldn't have been that passionate necessarily about saying sedate a dog to impregnate her, <laughs> but I I just love the I love seeing the passion. That, That's where his mind goes. Yeah, I love that he's immediately like, no, I got we got to defend this. This is not okay. <laughs> I know people like that. I do know people like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say what it was about to come out of my mouth. But anyway. <laughs> I would say there are some people that are overly woke, I guess, yes, maybe. Actually, I would 100% agree with you. <laughs> yeah, too woke. I wouldn't, well, and you're, and I wouldn't necessarily say overly woke. I would caffeinatedly say woke. they're woke on the behalf of others. Of others, yeah. We, and that's the thing for me that I don't like. Right. Like with Dan, it was comedic almost because I do care more about animals than I do about people most of the time. Um, but when someone is offended on my behalf, it actually offends me more than the person who offended me the first time. So he is so theatrically offended in yes. this. He throws down his bag of chips. Spitzes. He stomps over into the middle of the scene yes. and makes this grand proclamation. So yes, it was like a Shakespearean. Uh, what's the word? Um, uh, oh my god, I can't think of what it's called. I don't know. Like He's he was like he, monologue. That's the word. It was a Shakespearean monologue. He's up there going, "No," and this happened, <laughs> yes. and this happened, and my teacher would be so mad. And <laughs> Professor Patricia. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Professor Trisha yeah. because, yeah, that right? I'm very interested in seeing this person who Dan apparently reveres. Yeah, and how well, long is this class going on? <laughs> is it yeah. continuing? He's, like, he's been in that, he's been in that class for two. This is now his second season. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, maybe he just likes to take that one class over and over again, or maybe she has a series of classes at the local community college and he goes and takes them one at a time could be i wonder if that's his his uh his lady friend that wants to pay some attentions to his butthole does have the (laughs) most history of meeting girls outside of the bar true he does have this history of understanding sexual things before any of his friends Mm -hmm. i dig that about a person (laughs) i don't know if it's understanding per se in that he brought it up. He's more. He's he's of, the most adventurous. He's yeah, he's willing to try yeah. it. What's the he's what's the term in the it. kink world? Adve- well, uh, no, it's like when you're when you're willing to try anything, and I can't remember. What, there's a term, anyway. Okay. <laughs> it's like maybe somebody. No, nobody. Okay, damn okay. it. Okay, uh, dairy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ferda, he didn't do much for me in this episode. Ah, Ferda, yeah. He's he played uh, basically straight man with a few funny moments, but he basically just sat the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I mean he, he was a very good Greek chorus. Yeah. He didn't have he did he just brought up a, a few things talking about, you know, you know how I knew about three knucklers. <laughs> Six knucklers. Six yeah. knucklers, yeah. Then Katie, that's when Katie takes off. And as soon oh, as Squirrely Dan sees Katie's gone, yeah, tell me. <laughs> so, all right. He was there to advance the plot. Right. Yeah. So, uh, to yeah, just to add a, a little, to throw some spice in there. Um, Gail. Um. <laughs> Gail's a tough one for me in this I episode. To... Go ahead. I'd have to fight Gail because Thank she you. is, in this episode, <laughs> if anything else, she is so furious right? about everything. <laughs> and just, she gets mad at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, you are really touchy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
I agree with you. I feel like I would have gotten into a fight with Gail within like 30 seconds of being near there. Not because I want and, to fight yeah. her, but because she was looking for a fight. She was just so angry. Her whole body energy was like that. Exactly. Well, she she was I, she was stomping with energy and fury. Well, I think she it's you know just, she ugh. she's putting us because she she's like the opposite end of of Wayne's side where she's trying so hard to make this thing happen mm-hmm. and it's not working <laughs> and everything. Wayne's getting Wayne's getting depressed, so she's getting angry. Yeah, she's just the opposite end of his energy. So uh, yeah, the, she's she's the yin to his yang. Um, so and why is Gail playing dog pimp? By the way, right? I think. Well, I'm guessing that's what she does. Well, Modine's is burned down, yeah. so she's got to do something. So <laughs> she probably is playing matchmaker for dogs, and we missed it somewhere. Yeah. So all right. So then uh, let's go to the skid, Stuart. Oh, Stuart. He's so sad. Oh. So yeah. Ferda. Ferda. He needs friends. Good friends. Furda, yeah, friend. All right, Devin. Oh, God, I usually hate him so much, but he's so <laughs> kind to Stuart in this episode. So <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm going to Furda on that, yeah. too. So this is two, this is two episodes selfish. in a row, that TR, that you've gone Furda for, for Devin. Yeah, right before he leaves. Isn't yep. that funny? And then, he's and, redeemed himself a little bit in my eyes. Yeah, and then rolled. Oh. You know, if rolled went my way... I probably would be totally about that because he's just this adorable little like, what was it this, that I said in the last episode? It's like that the Looney Tunes character where you have the big bulldog and then the little scrappy mm, one. Yep. Like, he's, I just want to put him in my pocket. Right. So I'm going to say Furda only because I do not have the equipment that's, that Rold would like. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Furda because he's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's a little... A little too excitable for anything like that. You couldn't fight him. It'd be like punching a kid. Absolutely. Basically. Uh, he would fall to the ground in pain before he even connected the punch. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so Riley and Jonesy. <laughs> I'd have to go further for both of them. Mm-hmm. They actually need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Aside from each other because they're just bouncing stupidity back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they are definitely an echo chamber to themselves. Yes, it's it's amazing how it actually grows <laughs> when they're right? just the same idea back and forth. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> That's actually a really good uh, way to wrap them up as a, as a duo. Mm-hmm. They are an echo cham- chamber amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any original <laughs> ideas. They just have little tidbits that they put together and get bigger and bigger and, and bigger. And ramp it up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Someone, oh, Glenn. Someone, someone needs to fuck. I gagged. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ferda. It's so bizarre. Because I want. I'm gonna go Ferda as well. Yeah. Um, I, I will take him to Queer Bar, and <laughs> I mean, we're not being sponsored by Queer Bar or anything, but Queer Bar in Capitol Hill. <laughs> All right, uh, Coach. Fucking embarrassing. Oh. I, I would have to fight punch, Coach yeah, um, because he's a very confrontational guy. Yeah. And uh, I I don't, um, personally, I don't actually like people yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't let it happen. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was an angel food cake swept up with a spatula. <laughs> See, I'd first I'd be laughing at him because <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> 
It's just like, oh yeah, that that's funny stuff. But then he get even more physically and um, <laughs> you know vocally loud, and I'm just like, okay, that's it. Turps off. Yeah, I. Uh... He reminds me too much of somebody that I grew up with. I don't think, I mean, I I have the impulse to say fight, but mm. I'll be perfectly honest. What I would probably do is turn around and walk away. So like, that's, I don't, I don't do with insults, especially insults to intelligence. Mm. And he does that constantly. Right. So I don't know. I mean, this could be an to instance be where, to be fair, to be fair, uh, when he's insulting Riley and Jonesy's intelligence, he's just <laughs> calling what he sees. Oh, I know, oh, yeah. I know. But everything we know about Coach is him insulting Riley and Jonesy, and I just there's right, nothing exactly, to up that. to this point. Yeah, right. yes, up to this point. So, are you are you? Well, you're not fucking him. So you it's either fi- fight or furtive. Which one? Fight. All right. You can you can. It doesn't have to be a physical fight. You can yell back at him. I'm mean, though. You, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm he like, you know ne- this. He probably needs that. Okay. And I apologize way too much. So we're we're gonna we're gonna finish off with the three muses. Oh yeah. Rosie. Rosie. Well, we don't know anything about Rosie except for that she's uh, oh, that she can talk like Wayne and and mm-hmm. she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um. So at the moment, just purely on the fact that all we know is the physical attributes of it, I would say fuck because okay. she's pretty, and sure. that's kind of what her introduction was about i would uh echo that in that just the way she comes in she almost floats mm-hmm. in yeah, yeah. on a cloud she's there's sunlight and she just amazing possibilities are opened up when this beautiful woman steps out of her truck yeah and it's just like okay yes that's what you want me to see and that's what i see and that's fantastic mm-hmm. tannis yeah i still love tannis, oh, tannis. She's pregnant, so uh, that's not going to happen twice. So, <laughs> well, yeah, and even if that wasn't the case, I'd still, yeah, the the fuck Tannis is excellent. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean... she's got fire, and she does what she wants. She <laughs> she is the singular most interesting person uh, that you run into because she's I can't very contrary even to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like it's she's definitely a leader. Like we've talked about this before. She's definitely a leader. And I think when you're a leader like that, sometimes you got to you have to to be harder than you actually are. You have to appear. (laughs) Your presence has to be known uh, in in many cases, even though it's not true. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So and that and then finally, Angie. You don't just oh, walk God. up to some dude and well, say, I want you back. Okay. Like, so, no, on, hang we gotta, on. We got to work on this. Baby. Hang on. You got to ease okay. into that shit. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> so, so they, they, they have, they have had sex. They, yes. Okay. So, and then something, you can tell, something has happened to bring her to the point where she's dro- driven all the way out. Yep. To go and talk to Wayne about this. About whatever in that front, is that she wants to In talk. front of all these people that she's right. obviously embarrassed. And, and she knows that they hate her. Right. Yeah, that is true. So she's kind of fall and if you think about it, she's falling on her sword here. Yeah. I yeah, I can see that. So I, I say Ferda. Okay. She might need a friend getting through this because nobody else looks like they want to be her friend. Yeah. Uh, I say fight because nobody else wants to be your friend, and there's a reason for that. Yes, absolutely. And if I'm friends with Wayne, 
then yeah, there's another side of the story. Well, I mean, I would never physically fight her, but yes, it's definitely a fight situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so no, I can, I can understand all sides of it. I mean, yeah, me too. So, I mean, she's, she's, she's gorgeous. So fucking her is totally understandable. Yes. Uh, she is definitely being vulnerable right now. So okay. Ferda, but the history also fight. Yeah. So it's, yeah, she's kind of a, a, but with this episode, we're supposed to base our decision strictly on this episode. Yeah, and totally. And strictly in this episode, sorry, um, <laughs> she is just walking up vulnerable. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing that causes me to want to walk up and punch her. So, strictly on to this me, episode. she didn't come off as vulnerable or, or what, she just kind of came off as coming up and going I want you, hey I want you back. Wayne, let's get back together yeah uh, i'm bored it's thursday there's nothing to do let's <laughs> get back together uh i i don't have a boyfriend right now let's get back together because i know you'll treat me well and then i can dump you again yeah um, oh, well, I, and i'm not I, coloring it but she didn't really have any sympathetic emotional resonance in that scene for me okay i can i i, I understand either way i i'm i'm with you um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very interesting predicament that Wayne ends up in, uh, that yeah, who's, he, who's he going to pick? Is he going to go for the brand new girl that has potential? Is he going to go back to the one that he probably still does love a little bit, but he knows will probably hurt him Yeah. or does he go do the honorable thing and, and go and be with Tannis who may or may not be yeah. having his baby? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a wonderful situation they put him in because Wayne is a good old yeah. boy and he will stand by his obligations and his duties. Yeah. And he does like Tannis. It's not like it would be a horrible thing for him. But I don't feel like Tannis so, is the yeah. kind of person that would be like, I want to marry you because yeah. I'm pregnant. I feel and like I, well, she would I, be I, like, fuck you. This is why you're coming up. Uh-uh. I, well, uh, for, for Wayne, I say, yes, he is honorable. But I think he would be honorable in that he would... Do, he would step up to his responsibility. He would step up to his responsibility. I don't think marrying would necessarily be that. He would see that as being responsible. No, but I think that's what they were kind of implying. Yeah. That he's now got three women who he could potentially be with. Who's he going to pick? Right. So is he? So, but yeah, the question I is. Think so much. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, I would say, is he going to start fresh and new? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he uh, going to? Yeah, is, is he going? Yeah. Is he going to get into a family situation, or is he going to? Yeah. Is he going to go back to the old haunt? Yeah. See, and, and along those lines, yeah, I didn't think so much marriage as I know he would give it the old college try at a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think and that I don't think he has that yeah. Christian quote unquote uh morality. Yeah, where he has to do that per se. Yeah, where we're no, exactly. Yeah. But I mean I think Wayne would be a dad no matter what. Oh, yeah. Marriage, relationship, whatnot. But I think it's in him. Because he does care for tennis and finds her attractive, to do that stab at making a relationship, and this is just a reason, a cause to do so. So, with Wayne's thoughts about kids, do you think he could be a good dad? I think he would be a fine dad, <laughs> because, as my grandmother used to say, anyone—well, to paraphrase, anyone who likes animals that much can't be bad, <laughs> and he's a stand-up guy. And although to this point in the series, you don't see anything that would change that. Yes, I think he would be a fine father. All right, then. I can't 
necessarily agree with that because up until this point, he literally has just said that he absolutely fucking hates kids and he wants to see them hurt <laughs> and he laughs his ass off when they do get hurt. And that doesn't sound like somebody who would make a great father. It makes sound like someone who would make a great uncle. Um, uh, well, but I can't. I, I mean, echo that, those sentiments. I mean, kids getting hurt is funny, especially <laughs> if you don't know that. Not my kids. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think. Well, yeah, it would be interesting to see Wayne in a dad role. First time the kid shits and mom doesn't want to change the diaper, he's out. I can see it. <laughs> you like think that's, so? That's just what I... Well, come would, on, the way he would, is about ooh. bodily functions, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that squinched squ- 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 yeah. up face. It's poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his poo. Imagine, like, when Natalie was a baby and was sick and you took her to the hospital. Imagine... Tell the story now and imagine that happening. You know which story I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, when that Natalie was not keeping anything down and we would <laughs> took her. Uh, she was, I mean, fairly newborn uh, and she just wasn't keeping anything down. And uh, we took her to the emergency room and um, I was checking her in. And uh, while uh, she was back in the in the waiting in the, in the, the doctor's office or the waiting room at the hospital for the uh, waiting for the doctor to come in and so i was doing the check-in i because i had all the insurance stuff and so i checked her in then i went back there and i before i went back there instead of putting my wallet with all you know because it has all my cards and stuff in my back pocket i had just put it in my shirt pocket and i went back to uh to the, <laughs> to the room where they were waiting for the doctor and i picked her up and she threw up right into that pocket <laughs> that had the wallet in it <laughs> so she threw up in your pocket yeah in the wallet, in the pocket. Now yeah. imagine that happening to Wayne. Ew, yeah, ew, ew, ew. But he would, ew. Uh, he, he would be, yeah. Actually, arm's length. Yeah, he would be an arm's length down. I don't see that bothering him, um, because I, I'm not a big fan of kids, yeah. and uh, and their associated messes. <laughs> but I have, I have pets that I clean up after all the time <laughs> because I have right. to. And I'm not overly fond of these things that come out of both ends, but I do clean them up. And it's, yeah. And so I think that a guy who spends as much time around livestock and the farm as Wayne does will not have any problem in cleaning up a kid. It's, kids I... and animals are so <laughs> different, though. I spent 20 years raising other people's kids. It's a completely different thing I, than picking yeah, up shit I, after I, my dog, though. I have I, to say that. I, yeah, I think I he would. I is. think it would be like he would be like, uh, uh, he would be much more like an uncle. I don't. Yeah. I can't see Wayne has not. You haven't seen. Okay, we haven't seen Wayne shown show love right <laughs> at all. Right, uh, and so he's. I mean, he you could tell he cares. Yes. about things, but love. You know, I mean, you know. I, that's the one thing. Yeah, we haven't seen that from nope. him for Absolutely for for really not. anything. I mean, he care, he cares and protects for Katie. That's probably his closest family. But the protection that like right. that's more machismo. Like it's he's a, like I've got to be. It's a tough duty for her. It's yeah. a duty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that it's like he does it out of duty, not out of love. And he loves his friends, but yeah. he's not like comfortable enough to talk about. Yeah. A lot of things with sure. them. I've, and I've, it's which is I mean I can understand it's very small town hick thing mm-hmm. where you don't do that it's it's because it's like it's like those little towns are stuck in a different time period. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. um, so yeah, it's so I can yeah I don't know it. it 
it's it, a hard one to say. Right, it's it a hard is. One to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you don't have, because if, if I think about it, the, the small town Mayberry type of thing, you know, you think of Andy Griffith. If you watched any of those shows, there would st- you knew Andy Griffith loved Opie, <laughs> even though I was small town and he was still that kind of dad. I mean, that that kind of person where he still had the dude. You knew he loved Opie, mm-hmm. and he he would sit down. But we've oh, never seen Wayne with anybody. Yeah, like you that. you haven't seen. Yeah, that's so that so that. I mean, and and Andy Griffith, he was that way with the maid too. <laughs> You know, he would sit down with his friends and have conversations where he yeah. put his hand there was, on their back. There was, like, yeah, he had feelings. Yeah, he had feelings and yeah. he expressed them. Yeah. So Wayne doesn't express his feelings. Yeah. Wayne is definitely not a Renaissance man. No. <laughs> da- Squirrely Dan would be more Renaissance man. Oh my God. I, I think Squirrely Dan would be like the most open and accepting parent. He'd be like, oh, oh you'll do what you want. Just be safe. Just be safe. Right. Like when they're like three, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to go play the road? Sure. I'll stand here and make sure no cars hit you. You go ahead, baby. <laughs> like that's, that's how I imagine yeah. Squirrely Dan parenting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So it's funny. You, 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 I, I wonder, you wonder how there's not so much emotion displayed by Wayne. So yeah, it's, is he on the spectrum? I, <laughs> I'm suspecting. I get from Wayne that he loves Daryl. Dairy. Yeah. And I, I get it. And in fact, it, to me, it feels like their bond is deeper than the one with Squirrely Dan. Well, well he's I, known them since I mean, they were kids. Yeah, I, th- I think they're still great friends. Right. They've known, but, yeah, the, they've known Derry since they were kids. They grew up together. Dan was a later addition as an adult. So. And but yeah, actually, I always wondered about that. I mean, uh, to go on a sidetrack, which is the way I do. Um, <laughs> what? The whole Squirrely Dan thing. I was asking questions about that because it implies it doesn't say in some of the episodes. It implies that he's been around at least as long as Derry. Mm, Not no. quite, because they've had to explain things to to Squirrely, like going back to the, uh, the, the from the, their childhood, yeah, for like, the birthday, the super yeah. soft birthday. They had to explain yeah. Squirrely Dan about why things were different for the why exactly so he hasn't been around long enough around he hasn't been part of wayne's circle as long as Derry. right yeah that's what you're saying they've been there dairy and wayne are about the same age and have grown up together we talked about this in season one right um and how like in our assumptions of the characters katie's a little bit younger squirrely dan's a little bit older and they probably met him through farm work right even though we don't really know 100% what Squirrely Dan does, right? Do we? I think we he just. I, I think he works on uh, on the farm there. But I wonder. I don't know. And that's how. Yeah, but it's never him. quite stated. But yeah, I'm guessing yeah. that. I'm guessing so it's that. Like, it's like Wayne a friend that you've him. had for yeah. four or five years versus a friend you've had for 30 years. That's a different yeah. kind of situation. Right. Mm. right. I, and I just get. I, I get that. A different uh, feeling, as it were, from that. Um, but nonetheless um so yes i i I can see wayne expressing love but perhaps it's because i'm in that same i grew up in that same way in that same manner in that same kind of a small town thing your buddies your friends you do anything for them you love them but you're never going to tell them that (laughs) yeah because that that's not going to happen oh yeah yeah i mean it's taken me a long time to get out of that mindset so uh yeah, yeah i've it's it's yeah so it's like I'll have your back. I'll fight to the death for you. I'll do anything for you. But if you were to ask me, I'm never going to say that. <laughs> oh man, I love you. I love you, man. I have honest human feeling for you. No, because <laughs> stoicism and uh, 
doing doing your being a good guy and doing the job that's the thing that's it's about that's being yep. a man that, that's that's yeah that's way in a nutshell yep. yeah so i mean so the, perhaps i'm reading it deeper than it should but i get those feelings from him for those people yeah i think i you know I maybe mean, it's wayne's love and in, in his own way so <laughs> yeah if i told my sister that i loved her all the time uh she'd probably be looking at me like i was uh, are, are you something are, completely terribly are, are wrong. you dying yeah, are you dying <laughs> i do love my sister but um yeah it just doesn't get told that way so yeah yeah i'm kind of the also, exact opposite i grew up with a father who i can remember I remember in high school counting the number of times that he said the words, I love you to me, and I didn't even fill up a hand. And so I was a daughter of an empath on one side and someone who refused to show any emotion on the other. And I still have a really difficult relationship with my dad. So for me, I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to, I mean, I can hear and understand that other people have uh, differences in that, but I don't know. I feel like if you love somebody, if you care about them, you should make sure that they know that. and. Um, I don't, in my um, complete outsider point of view, obviously not part of the group, not part of their dynamic. And, and, you know, I can see that there's care. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's not what I was talking about. I feel like care for friends uh, and how you show them and treat them, it does kind of indicate what kind of a parent you're going to be. Because your child, if you love somebody, you have this piece of love for them. You're, it's going to be magnified with something that's part of your own body. Um, I also had a you know, grandparent who, in my mom's words, was very much anti-showing affection. And it's, I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing. So most of, like, what I love the most about Squirrely Dan is he's so open with his emotions and yeah. wants to talk about it. And the thing that worries me about Wayne is that he holds it all inside and doesn't talk about it. Because I've seen what that does to people. Well, let's see. Well, I guess that's the thing I would like to see. Will Wayne grow? Yeah. <laughs> Will I mean, he evolve? Yeah, I've, I never heard. I never heard the words "I love you" from my dad. Mm. Um, and well, Curtis, that's just the Curtis. Way we love you. Oh, we love. We you. love you too. <laughs> oh well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, it's not like. I mean, it, that's just the way things were for that generation. Yeah, and. Uh, whatnot i mean you go out and do do your work and you provide for the family and kind of thing and true you know that there it is you have food and you have shelter and clothing yep what more do i have to do to show you <laughs> that is love so yeah i think that we've gotten exactly. to a point in history though that you would think that we would move beyond i'm just here to provide for yeah. you and actually like nurture yeah. like yeah. that's how i feel well, and, and I, well, I also i'm incredibly old no so, you're the same age as my husband know, honey. <laughs> you, you and dan you and dean are the same age well, so yeah, it's, it, my dad would go out and hunt saber-toothed yeah. tigers and whatnot and bring them back to the cave, so, yeah, yeah i but i so yeah i i i see i can see all sides of it just because i've i've where I grew up is very much like where, how you grew up Uh small town, that, that, that small Deep town mindset. State, yeah. yeah. That small town mindset. Uh Even, I mean, because yeah, it's, it's just was not something that was really that you did. So yeah, I understand that. And so evolving beyond that, I think is something that uh we have to do. And I, so I, I can understand how Wayne being still in that small town, yes. staying in that small town, that yeah yeah that's how you stay so yep. yeah it is what it is 
uh we'll see if we'll see if wayne grows we uh so in this season three. in season three <laughs> Uh, we'll, nice segue uh, there, baby. What, 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 <laughs> what will happen? Dun, what? Dun, dun. what? Uh, so, Curtis, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. So much oh, fun. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And, I love uh, good conversations uh, like this. Yes. Uh, it, it was lots of fun. Very deep and Yeah, and I think engaging. this is the so. deepest one maybe that we've, we've done. <laughs> I mean. So, yeah, let's not do that again. <laughs> Wayne wouldn't have it. He's going to be a poopy no, no. pants. <laughs> Uh, well, Wayne, so, if you're so, listening, you might you might want to just go so, be ten plus somewhere else. So, bud. so Curtis, <laughs> would, do you have anything that you'd like to plug before you go? I usually do at the top, but I forgot. Oh so. no. Okay. Uh, all no, right. no. Well, again, thank you for joining <laughs> us, and uh, we we look forward to having you on again at some point uh, as future seasons come through. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. All right. Yeah. Well, have a Bye. good one then. Take care. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of How Are You Now? If you like us, subscribe and give us a nice review. If you don't, well, we're not for everyone, but we thank you for listening anyway. If you'd like to contact us for any reason, we can be found on Facebook at How Are You Now Podcast. We can also be found on Twitter and Instagram at How Are You Now Pod and via email at HowAreYouNowPod at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our good friend Jack Rainwater from the Hard Money Saints for allowing us to use their music for our intro and outro. You can find them on Reverb Nation at Hard Money Saints. See you DJing soon. No, it's been too long since baby's been to town. Night. I said, oh, hey, dog, burn that freeway down.